You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. one 800 060-896 or visit Yes, welcome to Mobile Rolling, uh, the South Australian edition here on this Monday morning. We've got a warm one in Adelaide today, about 34 degrees, but there's no harness racing today. We have got harness racing tomorrow at, uh, at Globe Derby, uh, starting in the afternoon and finishing in the early part of the evening. But uh, we had a big night at Port Pirie last night and... Of course, on Saturday night was the the feature night, the uh, the finals of the Southern Cross, which uh, some terrific prize money up for grabs. We had Lockie Stace on course doing all the uh, the interviews for Sky Channel. Um, so it was a wonderful night. We had some great feature racing there for our two and three year olds, and of course, one of the men uh, who uh, dominated the show on Saturday night was Ryan Rohorik, and and Ryan's going to be our first guest on Mobile Rolling this morning. Uh, good morning to you, Ryan. Morning, Tim. How are you? Good, mate. Uh, big night for you. You had a couple of winners and you came really close to winning uh, the, th- the uh, two-year-old uh, pacing Colts and Geldings final with He's Rock and Royalty. Um, just on him, uh, it was a daring drive by you, but it, it nearly paid dividends by, by clearing them early from gate number seven. Yeah, he's um, exceptionally quick off the arm and initially we were very disappointed with the barrier draw and then when we sort of let things settle down and worked out what we were doing, I did really give myself a really, really good chance of being crossing by the first turn, but unfortunately um, very hard to do it at both ends, and yeah, the way things turned out, the winner was, was just too good on the night. Um, all credit to it, but um, yeah, a bit of a better, better barrier draw for us, and it, and it could have been different, but um, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it was a funny race because it sort of felt calling the race that Beijing Major, uh, Mark Norman, probably felt he, he had enough gate speed to leave, but then he sort of, sort of at the corner of his eye, saw you light up early, and, and it was probably too late for him to do anything about it, wasn't it, really? Yeah, the only other thing is that there wasn't a lot of speed between myself and, and Beijing Major, so um, Norway Finger Reactor was probably the only one that could cause us some sort of grief, which... Yeah, he sort of did for 100. So, um, mm. yeah, it's sort of been slow lead times and Bainger Major sort of held up. So, like I said, we we did give ourselves a very good chance of leading. Um, he's very quick, quick um, in a short period of time. His point-to-point speed's pretty electric. So, wow. um, yeah, look, things turned out as good as we could, apart from the results. So. Yeah. Yeah, unlucky running second there to no not the buttons. It was a great drive anyway, Ryan. Um, now, your you two big wins there on Saturday night. Let's go back to Miss Idaho here in the two-year-old pacing Phillies final. Um, look, this is this is a horse that is just progressing so nicely here in South Australia. And, look, they ran a, well, I think it was a 156-something mile rate. And, um, look, to be honest, Tilly Jane, Jason finished drove a really tactical race there. He, he tried to, to really break the field open. He tried to make you chase throughout. He was still too good for the opposition, Ryan. And look, how good is this Philly Miss Idaho? Yeah, Jason drove absolutely super. Um, the moment I sort of got outside of him, he was handlebars down. So um, the week before, he sort of let me sit quiet outside of him and we beat him for speed. And, and last Saturday night, um, yeah, he tried to outstay us. And to our Philly's credit, um, yeah, she was just enormous. Um, two attributes in a horse that she can't beat, and that one is speed, and 
her massive other attribute is a will to want to win. Um, and a will to want to win is just amazing. Like, um, once I got to his back at the 400, felt like I was going okay. And then when I got to the outside of him again, turning for home, she just pins her ears back and it really lets down. You know, she's, she's really done everything this prep. She's, you know, she's won from sitting and sprinting and um, she's had to do it really tough the last two weeks. So, you know, she's not just a one-trick pony. So, um, yeah, all credit to her, really. She's um, just got better and better every time she stepped out. So, um, yeah, that's all we can ask. And how did you get her, Ryan? Um, obviously, Frankie Borg, the, the owner of that horse. But how did you come across Miss Idaho? And was she, was she an expensive buyer? Yeah, so we spotted her on the internet just flopping around when um fellow by the name of Graham um, broke her in. Um, and she was stride up a quarter at Bendigo. Um, she was quite young. She just broke her in. Um, I think she was about 18,000, sort of sight unseen, apart from just watching a video of her. Mm. Um, I flicked it through to Frank. Yeah, he took a liking to her and, yeah, just bit the bullet and, and had a go at her. So, um, sort of funny how you come along things as the way as, as things have progressed and as she's progressed to be a really nice horse there's been plenty of people that come up and went oh I've seen her on there I was going to buy her <laughs> so um, yeah so I suppose we were the lucky ones um, and she turned out to be a, a ripper for us yeah and obviously she tips out now for a while yeah so she's going to go to the paddock um, yeah, I was sort of pushing to go and have a run at Melton this week but um, yeah we've decided that um you know, she's, she's had a couple of hard runs and um, she's going to go to the paddock and then, um, yeah, I'll, we haven't sort of thought about next year or what's going to happen with her down the track, but um, at this point she'll go to the paddock. Yeah, well, she's done a fantastic job. She was uh, certainly one of the stars of our two-year-old seasons. The other horse that you drove on the weekend, Ryan, that uh, was really impressive in, in winning was uh, Illawong Martini. Now, this was a tactical drive. This actually won you the... Uh, the Jive Cafe Drive of the Night, and uh, that was on Illawong Martini uh, in race number two. Now, there was only a field of four here, but um, Illawong Martini, you, you took all the, the equation out of it by just pressing her early. Were you, were you worried that she might gallop by pushing her early? Yeah, 100%, mate. So we sort of, well, I sort of come up with a plan because um, Robin and the family don't have too much input. They sort of leave it up to me. So previously... Robin's been of the opinion that you've got to be careful early and sort of look after her. And on the on the heat runs, we couldn't beat them unless we tried something. So I said, we've got to really push the button early and, and see what happens. And the fact that I pushed the button early and, and was quick enough to get across them was the difference in winning and losing. Yeah. The way things have turned out, where those, those two-year-old trotters have sort of ended up in formation in their races that's how they're finished so um, yeah I didn't yeah probably didn't see myself being in front but we sort of thought we had nothing to lose um, mm. by pushing the button seeing what happened so thankfully she got through it and got to the peak first and that was the end of that yeah, it was a wonderful drive, and Bishop George kept coming over the concluding stages, but your um, your filly just held on too well to score. Okay, Ryan, can I ask you about Jamaican Rock? Um, what did you make of his run in the Colts and Geldings final? Because he led, he looked to relax a little bit better than what he had been in the previous weeks, but uh, what did you make of his run? Yeah, I think I did 
didn't have plans of running the gate like I did, but he just got a little bit silly on the spats like he can do. And, yeah, I think he just he, he can't do it both ends. It was a 44-lead time. He didn't super come back to me underneath me like I would have hoped to. Um, it was a 30 and a 30. Um, yeah, it was not a great lead-in prep. He got crook after he went off about two runs ago. I thought his um, heat run was terrific. We were hoping to get more progressive from that. Um, but unfortunately, um, yeah, it all come crashing down and he turned out to be very disappointing on the night. Mm. And does he go for a spell now as well, Ryan? Uh, he was just sort of starting his prep. So, yeah, I think we're sort of going to go back to the drawing board and really start to try and teach him to relax and not run the gate and, and do our best to try and make him a horse. Because he's, he's got plenty of ability. He's just a head case. Um, mm. But I think if we can not run the gate with him going forward, I think that'll be really beneficial to him. Yeah, yeah. Well, you had a terrific night on Saturday night. There was some great drives there from yourself and some some good success there as well. Um, obviously, we're not racing today. Um, I don't think you're going to Mildura, are you? I, d- I didn't look. No, mate. No, not for me. No, no. So tomorrow night you've got, uh, what, about seven drives there. I'll just mention the horses' names and you, and you can tell me which one the punters should be following. We've got Phoebe Onyx in race one, Horse, of course, in race three, um, Belenciago, who ran last night, who galloped in race four, uh, Cavici in race five, Boss Major race six, Aldebaran Styles, and Our Major Jack. What would be the two that you'd point out to the punters to have something on tomorrow night? Alabama Styles, I reckon, is still going terrific. Not mm. going to be easy off the 20, but really happy with where he's at. And our major's back, um, been going very well without luck. So Dynamo managed to lead last night and win. So he certainly looks like he'll be getting a very good run um, behind Dynamo, hopefully. So, um, yeah, I think both of them will run very good. All right, so race seven out of Aaron Styles, race nine, our major Jack. Did Valenciago pull up okay after galloping last night? Yeah, he seems okay, mate. I'm a bit lost to what he done. He just, um, yeah, just rolled out of his gear for sort of no reason. So, yeah, I'm not really sure. Um, I'll ring um, Kate and Andy today at some stage and see what they sort of think. But um, he has been a little bit of a head case in his, in his career before, to, before today. So we'll... Um, yeah, see what they come up with and see what happens. But he's got good ability, but he's got a few issues. All right, well, we've got about four weeks left of the season. Right now, you're leading the Drivers' Premiership. You're a big chance, still a chance of catching Aaron Bain for the Trading Premiership, mate. So it's been a wonderful year, and uh, hopefully the success continues over the next few weeks. Thanks for the call, mate. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan, Ryan Horick, as I said, our leading driver here in the state, leading from Wayne Hill in the Premiership. He's having a real um, stellar patch over the last uh, probably oh, three months, I guess you could say. Um, and, of course, he's trying to chase down Aaron Bain in the training ranks, uh, which that's going to get really interesting over the next few weeks as to whether he does or not. But, uh, as I said, he's uh, he's one of the best here in South Australia and, and nice enough to give us some of his time as well. He had two successes there on Saturday night, as I said, with uh, Miss Idaho, who just looks something out of the blocks. She is just so impressive, and, uh, and Illawong Martini winning as well. Um, we're about to bring Lisa Ryan into the conversation, but we're going to go back and have a listen to uh, Delightful Tammy winning the three-year-old Phillies race on Saturday night. 
Sunshine and Rainbows is on top. They're approaching the 400. Second, the outside, Delightful Tammy. Third, the inside, Layla's Princess. They're well clear of always steamed up. 28-6, third quarter. Sunshine and Rainbows. She's giving her backers one hell of a thrill. 300 metres to go. Delightful Tammy joins her now. Then came Layla's Princess. Third quarter, 28-6. Delightful Tammy. Sunshine and Rainbows. They're having a terrific struggle. What a race. But taking over now is Delightful Tammy. Tammy, she's the superior filly. Always steamed up, runs on, but that is a big win. Delightful Tammy takes out the three-year-old Phillies final. Second goes to Always Steamed Up. Third's a photo. Sunshine and Rainbows or Layla's Princess. It was a daring drive by Kevalar. Yeah, what a terrific race there on Saturday night. Delightful Tammy. And as I said, she is the premier filly of this season. Uh, look, that was a wonderful effort. Uh, her, in fact, her last two or three victories have been uh, sensational, which is what she's been able to produce. And uh, Lisa Ryan, I think she got a big thrill in winning this race on Saturday night with this horse. And uh, we welcome Lisa to the uh, the program. Good morning to you, Lisa. Good morning, Tim. Thanks. Now you made me feel all emotional again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got the feeling you were a bit emotional. You were pretty happy to win that race, weren't you? Oh, we we were like it was uh, it was her grand final, and and you know she was sent here for for that reason and. Uh, and not that, you know, the owners are just fantastic, the Cormacs, and they don't put any pressure on it at all. You know, they just love watching their horses go around. But, uh, you know, Toby and I were very, very keen to win it for them and, and felt that she was the uh, the rightful winner, if you know what I mean. And uh, and so, yeah, the, the pressure was on. We thought of all the ways we could have been beaten all through the week. Uh, mm. So to, uh, to look behind me and know that I was going to win half up the straight was, uh, yeah, it was pretty thrilling. Were you at ever any concerned about the race unfolding the way it did? Because she had to do work again, and, and Paul Cavallaro drove a really daring race on Sunshine and Rainbows, and I guess at the 400-metre mark, you still had to get past her, but you did, and, and you pulled clear. So that's just a credit to the horse and what you guys have been able to do with her. Yeah, absolutely. You asked if I had any worries, and yeah, at about the five, because every other race, even though she's had to do it tough, I've been able to just sit against her, and she's basically dictated what she's done. But uh, but on Saturday night, yeah, Paul Paul sort of slipped at about the five hundred, and I thought, oh, what a shame. <laughs> you know, she yeah, she might not get this one, and uh, and then she just started digging and. You know, mm. we saw uh, I saw Paul's horse switch its tail, and I thought, oh, we might it might be slowing down, and we might be speeding up. And um, I just, yeah, just so proud of her. She just digs so deep. She she was going to do another lap. You know, she just mm. she just gets into her stride, and off she goes. She came here in September, of course, and she's won five races here in South Australia now since she's been here, um, and she's had eleven wins, I think. Now um, she's won probably just near around a hundred thousand dollars in prize money, if not a little bit over now, but. Um, was that was this race always on the agenda? Because I noticed that the Cormacs have been sending a few horses your way lately. Um, yeah, I mean it, it started with these they've, with Cheers to Lou and her, like I say, you know, for the eligibility reasons uh, for the Southern Cross, and uh, you know it was just an obvious race for her being eligible if she came over. Um, so um, so yeah, yeah, it, it's been on the on the radar for her, and, and like I say, that was that was her grand final Saturday night. So she's out in the paddock eating hay now, just ha- yeah. <laughs> enjoying a, a well deserved holiday. Yeah, no, well, well deserved. Now, will she stay here or will she go back to Melbourne? No, she will. Yeah, she'll go back to Victoria. Yep. All right, so she'll head back. Now, the other horse you mentioned there, Cheers to Lou. He ran a really good race too in the uh, the three year old final. Uh, he finished fourth, but uh, look, he had to do a bit of work in the run, didn't he? 
Yeah, he did, and and that what you know what a fantastic race, and and what a lot of depth, and you know you you reverse or or you change all the order of the draw, and, and you'd get a different result every time. So yeah, we're we're really proud of him too. We think he did a great job, and and has done a great job uh, since he's come over. But you know, Peter Manning sent him to us in such outstanding order. They were fit and hard and glossy, and uh, you know we just had to sort of keep the keep them rolling. Yeah, and how many horses is, is yourself and Toby working at the moment, Lisa? Probably, yeah, we're down to, to oh, probably 10 or something now. So, yeah, not not too bad. We've got um, Bill Cormack out helping us, uh, of course, Adam's uncle, Adam mm-hmm. and Ben's uncle. And, uh, yeah, it's just a, it's great out here. We're just enjoying what we're doing. Yeah, and I see you've got a couple of gallopers who still got involved in too. I, I think I was about to call one yesterday at, uh, at Clare, but it got scratched at the gate, Saporia. Yeah, that was unfortunate. She, yeah, we, yeah, we have the the ones of Darren Magros that don't sort of fit in with that box environment in it, the Gall of Stables. Darren has mm. out here, uh, and Sapori is one of them. So yeah, that was a bit unfortunate yesterday, but never mind. Next start, mm. uh, perhaps. Yeah, no, wonderful thrill for you, Lisa, on Saturday night. I'm glad you could get that win with her because, as I said prior to the race, you'd been the best filly in that series, and. Uh, you know, as much as she had to do work in the run, I think most punters were still pretty confident she would get the job done. And uh, a credit to yourself and Toby. You've done a great job with her, Lisa. And uh, I haven't had a good look at Tuesday's program. Have you got any drives there tomorrow? No, no, all clear. little holiday myself. <laughs> all right. Well, you, you enjoy the success from Saturday night and we'll catch up soon. Lovely. Thanks very much, Tim. Thanks, Lisa. Lisa Ryan there, of course, our winning driver. And uh, Toby, of course, uh, training delightful Tammy on Saturday night, and uh, as I said, uh, she was the superior filly. She did all the work, but she had been doing that in recent weeks, so she just had that class factor. Sunshine and Rainbows ran a terrific race, uh, really served it up to the uh, the eventual winner, uh, and always steamed up, got home really well too in that race. She was an interesting run, always steamed up. She hit a flat spot at about the 500, and then she picked up again over the concluding stages to run on. So that was a really good addition there of the three-year-old pacing Phillies final. And well under the Cormac, sending uh, sending delightful Tammy over to South Australia. Just recapping the other major results there from Saturday night, we had the two-year-old uh, Trotters race go to Illawong Martini, which we uh, mentioned before uh, for the Maguires and uh, Ryan Rohorik. We had the three-year-old Trotters race go to Skew If. Now, this was a, a bit of a... Well, the Skew If won the race really impressively, defeating Hay Oak. But, um, you know, some bad news there with all the tricks who would have been the short price favourite in that race for Claire Goebel, who had the horse absolutely spot on leading up to that race and unfortunately a little issue at home with him. So hopefully he's OK, but he would have been really hard to beat in that three-year-old trotting race there. But Skewiff did everything that uh, was asked of the horse and Wayne Hill was able to steer it home to victory. The two-year-old pacing Phillies race, as I mentioned, Miss Idaho, absolutely outstanding win. She sat behind the leader after doing some work early and, uh, you know, Tilly Jane made her earn it. And Miss Idaho, to do what she did and run a 156 mile rate, uh, absolutely outstanding. And she is going to bigger and better places, no doubt about it, next time in. So what under Frankie Borg, who is the owner of Miss Idaho, one of the owners, and uh, he tips in a lot of money to Harness Racing South Australia, so uh, into horses here in SA. So what under Frankie getting some success. Uh, the two-year-old pacing Colts and Geldings final. No, not the Bartons. Well, this was a huge run uh, for Emma Stewart and uh, Summit Bloodstock and Aaron Bain Racing. This horse really had to dig deep to run down his rock and royalty over the concluding stages. He was just able to get his head in front on the line. But uh, I think all the way down the straight, he's rock and royalty was looking the winner. But 
Uh, he he just couldn't quite hold No Not the Buttons, who just tops off a, a wonderful year for Emma Stewart in South Australia. Of course, she won the Derby and she won the SA Pacing Cup. And, of course, Aaron Bain and, and Summit Bloodstock, we don't need to say much more about them. They've had an absolutely brilliant year. Uh, three-year-old Colts and Geldings final. Well, this is a story in its own life is but a dream. Now, I was trying to get Anthony Robinson on the show this morning, but I couldn't get hold of him. So um, there's a story to tell with this fellow too. We will try and get Anthony on the show next week. But, um, look, he won the three-year-old Colts and Geldings final. Uh, the Gilbert family, of course, uh, there's a story there to be told. But Anthony Robinson, I'm sure, will tell us the full story. Uh, but there was an emotional win for this horse winning that race. So well done to everyone involved with Life is But a Dream. It's what racing's all about, really. Uh, and this horse has, uh, has won one of our feature races there on Saturday night. Three-year-old Phillies final, as I mentioned, won by delightful Tammy, who was just absolutely brilliant. Now, the driver of the night went to Willowong Martini. We mentioned last week uh, Ryan Rohorik won that award this week. So Tony from the Jive Cafe has uh, kindly donated $25 a voucher uh, for each Monday and Saturday program for the drive of the day or drive of the night. Uh, and those uh, those uh, vouchers can be picked up from Tony, but Ryan Rohorik picked up the first one of those on Saturday night. And just in closing here, Brownie, the Australasian 2023 Young Drivers Championships uh, in Queensland are coming up very soon, December the 12th and December the 16th. There'll be 10 races uh, I'm sure Chris will touch on this on mobile rolling over the coming weeks, but uh, they'll be commencing at Albion Park and Redcliffe. And well done to Corey Johnson, who's made his way into that Australasian 2023 Young Drivers Championships. He'll be competing against the best in the business. Uh, the Herbinson from Victoria will be there. Mitch Ford from Tasmania. Emily Savalco, Josh Gallagher. Uh, Sarah O'Reilly from New Zealand. Crystal Hackett and uh, Zeth Meredith will also be there as well. So... Um, look, well done to Corey. He's had a wonderful season. He's a good driver. Um, he's driving at Mildura tonight. He'll probably be heading up there this afternoon. Um, and he's one of our real uh, shining lights for this season here in South Australia. So good luck to him. He'll do well for South Australia up in Queensland. Another big show, Brownie, that uh, wraps us up here. We've got Harness Racing tomorrow. Lockie Stace will broadcast that meeting. It's 11 race card at Globe Derby tomorrow. And then, of course, we're back at Globe Derby next weekend. Um, Lockie will also take care of Saturday as well. Um, I'm on the gallops this week, Brownie. So I'll be back with the harness racing next Monday.